Good evening, Narasol Nation. It is your hosts, Adele and the Baker. Nailed it. How y'all doing? Hope well. Baker. Can't be complaining, you would think. So, just came back from Portland. We did just come back from Portland. So like it was just yesterday. It was a few days ago. It does feel like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Pleasant city. It's all right. Good drinks. Could use a better soccer stadium, in my opinion. So, specifically on the field, hey First time in Portland, both of us, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. I know some RSL Nation has been out there. I know for a fact that we met some RSL Nation we out there. We met most of RSL Nation. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a blast. We have to do... I think we have made it a point to go to go to at least one away match every year. Absolutely. And I think we have stayed true to that every year for the past, like, four-ish? Something like that. Between us. Between the two of us, yeah. yeah. And that was a blast. Good times. Other than the actual 90 minutes. Not what I would call good footy. On the field. Right. The fans were fin- phenomenal. My if, God, yeah. If, if you were there and you're listening, pat yourself on the back, uh, Arsenal Nation. You were heard. Pat yourself on the back hard. Yeah. That was – honestly, that atmosphere I think was better than, you know, half the quote-unquote supporter sections at the Rio Tinto. There right. Was, I said it. Ooh. Coming at them. I'm looking at you, family section. <laughs> <laughs> what is that now? 20 – I think it's like 24 or something. I yeah. don't know. Remember the one year when um, we, we accidentally? Yes, that was not good for anyone. It was not good for us. Not good for them. Or the families. Or the children. Section. Yeah. Turns out you can't have beer in the family section. No. Or drop F-bombs like they're going out of style. Or any bombs. No. No. Gosh darn is about as, as fired up as you, you can get, get in the family you section. You get a lot of looks at gosh darn. All kidding aside, though, RSL Nation uh, showed up for the Timbers Awakening. And yelled and was loud. I lost my voice for like two days after. I am still getting it back as we speak. It's almost a week later. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Speaking of a week later. Who would have thunk? Not me. I would have bet against us. I'll be honest. So let's go through Sunday real quick, yeah? Let's. So let me, uh, before I say anything else, let me preface this with, from me, myself, personally, is... Side, I was at the inauguration game of 2005 at uh, Rice Eccles Stadium, and I followed the team. I was at every game I could possibly be at during right. that time. I, I lived out of town for quite a while there, and then we got season tickets as soon as we could. Season tickets. So I'm the kind of guy, and I think so are you, where RSL wins on Saturday makes you weak. Everything, Absolutely. every food tastes a little bit better. Every girl smile a little prettier. Every song sounds just a little bit crisper, right? Absolutely. That's and even I, on Sunday, at halftime of the Los Angeles Galaxy versus Houston Dynamo game, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tuned out. Absolutely. I was like, and I was telling you this offline, but I said, you know what? I haven't seen my parents in a few days. I'm going to go visit my mom and dad. It's a good kid. And that took about an hour. No, 40 minutes. Because I left the house. I drove up the street, not far, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Got in. Was sitting down having some probably orange juice. 
And I remembered, oh, yeah. And the L.A. versus Houston game is on. The second half of it. Well, I was hoping it was still on because for all I could have thunk, it might have been over. Yep. Right. So I checked my phone real quick on the MLS app, which is not the most reliable thing in the world. No. And it's like, I don't know, 80th, 78, 76, 75th. It was pretty up there. And it says 2-2. Two, two. I said, what in the world is going on here? Right? Because I'm like, no, I did not see any signs of this happening. That can't be right. And so luckily, lucky for me, I installed the ESPN Plus app on uh, one of my parents' tablets mm-hmm. months earlier. Because I'm paying for it, so might as well. By the way, ESPN Plus, best five bucks a month you can spend, in my opinion. So I pull it up. By the time I pull it up, it's 3 2 Houston. And for the next 20 minutes, which does not sound right, but it was in the 80th minute, there shouldn't be 20 minutes of soccer left to play. It was the craziest roller coaster I have been on in a while. And then we're in. Then we're in. Yeah, my uh, my decision day story is extremely similar to to yours. It's uh, you know tune in to watch Houston play, and uh, you know cautiously optimistic, and you want to have hope, and you know LA is attacking, and LA is attacking, and LA is attacking, and then it's like the thirtieth minute, and LA is up two 0 Um, you know, I think I watched for like another ten more minutes after that, and uh, went and had me what we in the business like to call a nap. Just a good old-fashioned nap. Um, woke up, checked my uh, – so I've got an Android phone, and I get, like, notifications of matches. And so I do the little pull-down thing to see how the game ended. As Mind you, I'm, like, waking up. Uh, and I see 3-2, and I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, freaking A, Houston, you couldn't have, couldn't have made it a little closer. Like, like come on, guys. You, you had the opportunity. You had them pinned back. You know, I'm thinking LA scored the third goal in, like, the 90-some-odd minute. That's what I'm picturing in my mind. It isn't until I pull out the tablet to actually check like the highlights and you know the the box scores that I realize we've made the playoffs. And then I check my phone and it's being blown up, you know, because I talk a, talk quite a bit of footy with all my coworkers, friends, and basically anyone that'll listen to me. And it's I had missed us making the playoffs somehow until I woke up. It was a lovely, lovely surprise. Lovely surprise. Yeah, worked out well. Worked out a-okay. Can't complain. We're going to have a lot of off-season talk about a lot of things that happened during the season, especially late in the season. I have a bone to pick. Let's hear it. What's the bone? Because I've got one, too, and I'm pretty sure they uh, they have something to do with one another. So I'm online the whole time. I'm tweeting like a madman. Mm-hmm. By the way, RSL Nation, you might not know this, but... You never know who's tweeting. It's one of us. If it's something crazy or stupid, it's probably me, Adele. So I'm online. I'm talking to people, and I love the people we talk to, even the ones we disagree with. Right. I'm actively, as we speak, arguing with people about whether Liga MX or MLS is a better league. Right. Started off as a joke, but now it's getting real. Now we care. But I love them. I love everyone I disagree with. I love everyone I agree with. Uh, but honestly, a little bit, I, I like the people I disagree with almost a little bit more. Keeps things interesting. Keeps them interesting, especially when they bring a valid point to the table. Okay. 
So here's here's a fraction of RSL nation I do not understand at all. Right. The segment of it that states we should not have made the playoffs, the segment of it that states we did not deserve to make the playoffs, and especially the part of it that says they wish we had not made the playoffs. Right. And it's always the same old arguments. It's just, it's the argument of we left it in another team's hands mm-hmm. to get us into the playoffs. We were sitting there or sleeping there in some cases Ayo. on decision day with our fate completely out of our hands, depending mm-hmm. on a Texas team in this case to seal our fate or an, a Los Angeles team to kick us out of the playoffs. Yeah. And I am saying to you, what the hell are you talking about? Sure, technically, you're correct on that decision day part. But guess what? We played the exact same number of games as the LA Galaxy in this case. Absolutely. We also played the exact same number of games as the New York Red Bulls. We got to cover this in a second, by the way. Oh, my God, I'm happy Atlanta did not win that supporter shield. Oh, absolutely. And guess what? Atlanta got 71 points. We got 49. And LA got, like, what, 47 or something? Some, uh, I actually want to get the number. Uh, LA ended up getting uh, 48. We got 49. Perfect. Mm-hmm. We had the exact same number again. Why? the When you start an MLS season, mm-hmm. and we will start another one in March of next year, Hopefully, what is the ultimate goal of any team when they start a new season in Major League Soccer, any league for that matter, but let's stick to MLS Soccer in this case. What is the ultimate goal of any team that starts a new MLS season? It's to win uh, win somewhere, win the championship, ideally. To win the cup. Mm-hmm. The MLS Cup, not the Open Cup. Doesn't count. Seattle or Kansas City. Yeah, they really don't show up. Right, so those. the ultimate goal is mm-hmm. you have two dozen teams almost. One will win it. Everyone is chasing the exact same trophy, which is the MLS Cup. Yeah. All right. In order to win an MLS Cup, you have to do what? You got to win games, get points, make the playoffs. Make the playoffs in reverse order. Mm-hmm. To make the playoffs, you have to win games. To win games, you have to score goals. Sure. All right. So let me ask the same fragment of our cell nation that thinks for some reason we shouldn't have made the playoffs or wish we hadn't made the playoffs. And we will get, I think your talking point will be, mm-hmm. uh, whether this means we don't make any changes this offseason to be better next year. But if you reverse this whole thing from make from winning the MLS Cup to making the playoffs to winning some games to scoring some goals to defending some things were you happy every time we conceded a goal were you sad every time Nick Romando came up with one of his trademarked by this point Nick Romando saves were you upset when the Mir and company scored goal after goal after goal or did you wish that they had missed every single one of those times were you unhappy every time we won a game or in some cases let's talk about skc away tie the game that we did not deserve to tie or win right if your answer is no then how in the hell can you be saying that we don't deserve to make the playoffs we made the playoffs 
over a team. Remember, we did not make the playoffs over Atlanta, over Portland, over Seattle, even over SKC. Teams that are, let's face it, better than us right now. Sure. Even LAFC. But we'll get that into it in a second here. Mm-hmm. My point is this. If you were happy every time we lost the game, and if you were happy every time we missed a shot, if you were happy every time Nick Romano did not make a save, great. Then we have bigger problems at hand. Sure. You might not be an RSL fan. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a Galaxy fan, or maybe even worse, SKC. But my point is this. Just be happy. You know what? I will take three points and an ugly game over no points and a beautiful game. And God knows we had plenty of each of those. And we had more of the second than the first. Um, just enjoy it. We made it. We're in. Yeah. I mean, I, I think to kind of piggyback off that a little bit, it's we, we have the luxury of having a quantifiable metric to look at deservedness of making the playoffs. 12 teams in the Western Conference uh, of the of Major League Soccer played 34 games each. We ranked the, them in order of most points, which they got by winning or tying games, and then the top six advanced and the bottom six didn't. Mathematically speaking, strictly by just the, the, the looking at the numbers, there is no club from spots 7 through 12 that deserves to make the playoffs ahead of Real Salt Lake. It's that simple. Um did we play our best soccer at the you know closing of uh, the the regular season? Absolutely not. Did we drop some horrible horrible points in Portland and look like uh, garbage? Absolutely. Does that mean we don't deserve to make the playoffs due to the totality of the season? Absolutely not. For no other reason than we have forty nine points at position six and LA Galaxy has forty eight points at position seven. It really is that simple. An LA Galaxy that has a six million dollar Gio Dos Santo. Yeah, it, Dos Santos. Uh, excuse me. And that's you know neither here nor there. It, it, it's I'm I was really really glad to see the LA Galaxy just you know screw it all up. And I I was extremely ecstatic by the fact that Real Salt Lake made the playoffs. It it was in LA's hands and it's it's LA's to lose. And fortunately for us, they did. Um, you know, big shout out to the Houston Dynamo, by the way. Yeah, Christmas card's coming. Yeah, thanks for taking care of business. Um, yeah, if you're going to throw away, throw around words like deserve, uh, you know, you just have to look at the table. It really is that simple. No one had any advantages no, over no. anyone else. Everyone had to play 34 games. Yeah. It's really that simple. Did Everyone we, did, had the same chance. Did we deserve to only get one point against Colorado at home after being up 2-0 in like 20 minutes and then there's weather lane? No. You're right. Yeah, it, it's, you know, not to stand here and just keep agreeing with you back and forth, but um, basic math and the ability to know that 49 is a bigger number than 48 is what tells me that Real Salt Lake deserves to be in the playoffs. Having said all that, I do need to correct one thing I said earlier. I was wrong. I said it was going to take 50 points to make the playoffs this year. You did say that earlier in the year. That was kind of the number. Yep, that was that was the minimum number. You said 50 points did not guarantee you I thought a it was higher. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, ended up we we're both wrong. Funny how that works. But we also could have been both right because we, technically speaking, could have had 50, 51, and still gotten out of the playoffs, right? Um, anyways, 
long yeah. story short uh any satisfaction seeing ibrahimovic who said he's gonna conquer the mls not yeah. make the playoffs it was, it was pretty i mean i'm not gonna i i don't want to wish a little, a little shot in freud but yes yeah, seeing him sitting there not knowing what to do and then not wanting to do a media interview afterwards made me really happy um you know it's 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 fc hollywood it's like the original bad guy it's I, I can't think of a team that realistically I've disliked for as long uh, or as like passionately. I've never been like, eh, about them. I've always, yeah, always had very strong negative feelings. And there's, it, there's it, a fan group. I dislike more like a fan base. Yeah. Which one is that? Tell me, what do you think? Is it, is it, is it our fans that wish that? No, we no, 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 no. We're not getting philosophical here. I, I don't know. Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Those Congratulations guys. to the New York Red Bulls for winning the uh, uh, Supporter Shield. Mm -hmm. Highest single season point total ever. Yep. But who cares? I don't care. I don't care about that part. The fact that Atlanta didn't win it. And here's... But there, there are very, very few things RSL fans agree on with Seattle fans. Portland fans, Kansas City fans, mm -hmm. Toronto fans, yeah, New York fans, both New York fractions mm -hmm. uh, of fans, uh, which is that we all hate Atlanta, not the team, the fan base, amazing team, mm -hmm. the fan base, absolutely. It's uh, one bad season away. I'm calling it now. One. You know, depending on who they actually uh, hire to replace uh, Tata, one bad new coach away from just seeing a mass exodus in that stadium. So I'm calling it now. Um, well, mass, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of people. A mass exodus, exodus could still leave them with a lot of fans. But sure, yes, I, I I'm still thinking they're going to have like forty thousand. It's it's a giant metropolitan yeah. area. Um, but I, I want to see how many uh, goal of the weeks they win when that team starts sucking. And I think it's coming. I really We're, believe that. I, I just – I'm not a praying man. You know me. Mm. Every time anyone scores a goal in the league, I mean, we score a goal in the league or have a save in the league or whatever it is, there's a voting out. I'm just praying that Atlanta is on the other side. Oh, yeah. Because, my God, that was one of the funnest things we've done as a fan base this offseason, sadly, was... Uh, season, you mean? Right, what did I say? This offseason. Right, the season. Excuse mm -hmm. me, getting ahead of myself here. We'll, we'll start that on December 9th. Hey-o. Um, it was beat the uh, Atlanta United fan base in that... In the, like, I mean, in hindsight, the week. It, hindsight seems so petty, but my God, it was good at that. No, time. we we got to them, like all of their Reddit <laughs> posts, and like, I can't. And it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, uh Joseph Martinez's like goal or uh, record tying goal was, was that yeah. week. It was like the week he tied the record, and like it was MLS article. Like, I am also pretty sure we made an MLS editor's like rewrite mandatory i think they're like ready yeah. to go with like yep this article is all written i'm gonna take care of it i'm just gonna hit hit post the yeah. next day and it's like freaking a <laughs> i love it no I we have that was, stuff that, was awesome. stuff that was like that was buzzer beater stuff absolutely anyways off the east coast for a second let's get back to our boys right for sure. so they're, thursday evening mm -hmm. we're traveling to uh la the the la team actually in la yes la team actually in la here's here's, here's the thing a couple of things 
Let's talk about we'll, we'll talk about the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got completely dominated in the two prior meetings this year, and I know you have some points to cover mm-hmm. on that. Secondly, I have a problem because I don't hate their fan base. Nice guys. Well, the ones we have gotten to know. Right. Um, they do have a bit of that. Uh, uh, we call it, you know, seen Green Street hooligans one too many times. Uh, yeah. They've got a few of those. You've got to. Well, you've got to. Self- right. I feel like you got to self regulate. They've got more than average. We got SCU. Right. But they just like swear at people on Twitter and then life is fine. These right. guys are actually like throwing beer at people and stuff. Like, don't harass folks watching going to watch the yeah. game, even if yeah. they are LA Galaxy fans. By the way, I love SCU and, and those boys and girls over there. Good people. Great people. But hooligans usually don't call themselves hooligans. There is that whole thing. <laughs> Beyond the point. Traveling to uh, LAFC this Thursday, we're the last game on the four-game slate of one-game knockout uh, uh, games. Yep. So... Something that I would have paid a lot more attention to if it wasn't for the fact that I was praying again for our very survival and ability and keep, you know chance to be in the playoffs uh, this Sunday was whom would we be facing? Right. I didn't realize whom we were going to be facing until didn't... the game was over. Right. Well, in all, in all fairness, it, it wasn't quite it, it wasn't quite figured out to be. You know, totally. Well, let's forget out at the end of the game. Well, yeah, at the end of the game, the, the we knew. time mm-hmm. and day were not figured out. The, the place was figured out and the team was figured out. At the end of the match. At the end of the match. Correct. Yeah. Right. But while it was all going on. And I think we're, I remember us talking about it and saying, like, well, if he could not go to LAFC, it would be really good. I do remember saying that. Yeah. So we are going to LAFC. We lost both our previous games this mm-hmm. year. Um, so I called myself out earlier tonight about being wrong on something. I'll call myself out now, if I may, on being right on something. After that first home game, I said LAFC was going to make the playoffs. That was like in no doubt as of a few weeks ago. Oh, one second. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah. So um, what are you thinking? What was it? Five, one. 5-2 or something, and then like 2-0. Was, I know we had different lineups. It was 5-1, and then uh, and then 2-0. Uh, two, two and for some reason, I remember that game being like way, way worse than it actually was. It, not Looking back at it, 2-0 doesn't seem that bad at L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the home opener was just a disaster. Um, so and I, I believe we took the lead in that game, we and did. we were singing... Are you Chivas in disguise? Thank you. Uh, we shall never will, do I, that again. I, never. Those words are never coming out of my mouth at any other team. I don't care if we're up 10 mil in the 89th minute. I am nope. never chanting, are you Because Chivas has our number, apparently. Chivas, uh, in their last season, when they literally had nothing to play for. <laughs> right. They were folding as a team. I think they, they kept us out of the playoffs that year. Supporter Shield. Supporter Shield. That's what it was. They literally took the Supporter Shield. We were literally wins against Chivas yes. away from winning the Supporter Shield. So no more chanting, are you Chivas in the sky? Ever. I think lesson learned. Um, but I was kind of... Back to the game. <laughs> back to the game. I was I was looking at, at the games, and specifically I was looking at our lineups uh, to, to, to start. Um, 
And uh, the the home opener, I was actually a, a little bit surprised at at who was uh, was playing, uh, especially to start. So we had a back line consisting of Sean Barry, Horst, who who Barry, Horst, Glad, and Phillips. Um, you know, thirty three games later, we recognize that out of that four man back line. There was maybe one starter there, maybe, uh, and and that's not to get too ahead of ourselves. That once again, it's we'll we'll get to that in the off season. Um, but but looking at that lineup, it's it's you know I don't want to say the five one was kind of expected, but definitely not what I would call our starting caliber batch of players. Uh, not not by a long shot. Um, and yeah, we we you you're right. We take the lead early through Plata in the twentieth minute. And then 10 minutes later, the wheels just come off the bus. 30th minute, they score. 33rd minute, they score. 47th minute, they score. 81st minute, they score. And then 86th minute, they score. And it was your typical, um, you know, Mike Petke uh, plan of attack where, you know, he pulls out two defenders and puts in two attacking players. Um, and I think that's what really ended up causing the wheels to come off. Looking back at the season, that extra win against uh, LA Galaxy is what, made them go for the, the win instead of the tie. So looking back at it, that strategy might not be the worst. And then the second game uh, in LAFC, once again, looking at our back line, we have uh, Herrera, Glad, Beasler, and Barry again. Mm-hmm. Um, Salcedo and Baird, Rushnak in the attack, Kyle Beckerman, uh, Sonny, um, and then Lennon. So definitely not what I would call our, our starting 11 again. Um not, not by any stretch of the imagination. It, it, I guess what I'm really trying to say is RSL has yet to face LAFC at full strength, in my, in my opinion. Um, the other way around, you mean? Right. We have we we faced them at their you know quote unquote starting eleven. Right. I don't think the start. I don't think our best eleven has taken the field against LAFC yet. And I'm really, really curious to see what that looks like. I'm curious to see what, what Petke's lineup looks like. I think he's got... I do not envy Mike I, Petke. I don't think it's, it's that hard of a of a call, in my opinion. I think you've got some options. I think a lot of RSL Nation will disagree with you on that. I mean, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. All right. Play two out of the three. You got Sonny, mm-hmm. Beckerman, mm-hmm. Luke. Mm-hmm. Pick two. Two to play, yeah. Sunny and uh, Kyle. That—that's what Mike thought in Portland. That didn't work out well. Absolutely. Um, um, I didn't even mention what about Beasler. What about Damir? So Damir as as an attacker. Uh, all right, all right. Hey, let's rephrase. Okay. Obviously, Nick in the back. Right. Give um, me your give me your starting eleven. Like what I want it to be, or what I think it will be. No, what you want it to be, because it doesn't matter what you think it will be. What would you start if your name was Mike Petke today? Well, I would have started because I do know that Mike ago. Mike Petke um, has been getting some slack from some other fan groups. He hasn't been getting slack; he's been getting attacked, and and I think anyway, we have, the we have grown men calling each other daddy and son on Twitter, which is weird. We need to cut that out as a fan base. Um, but regardless, it's good off-season stuff, but yes. we're still in season. Seriously, go ahead. Regardless of all that, like all right, I, I you'll, think, you'll, what you would start as eleven, 
Well, then he hasn't played a competitive game in literally weeks. So at this right. point, so I would can't you start him? Of course okay. not. Well, thank you. I would have started that, him leading up to this. You're taking over right now. Okay. I would obviously have Herrera then. Uh, I would have Glad and Silva. Um, Lennon on the right. Uh, Rushnak at the attack. Sonny and Kyle uh, clearing up the defense. Jefferson Severino on one wing. Jao Plata on the other. Uh, Demir Krylock in the attack. I think that is a capable attacking 11. I think Portland figured us out, and I think it didn't help that we played some of our worst soccer against them back-to-back. Um, I think you keep Luke on the bench for that spark of energy. I think you absolutely keep uh, Corey Baird on the bench and, you know, to, to widen out the field, to pull the field a little if you end up you know, down a goal early. Um I think we finally have a bench that has some options on it to, to you know, generate attack, which feels great. I, I, it does seem like this is the healthiest we've been all year. Right. It, it, I think it helps that we have been sitting on, I think, 10 days of rest now. They're on a three-day break. I think also LAFC is definitely no Portland Timbers. Uh, I think LAFC is good. I think they're dangerous in the attack. We got beat in our midfield um, just straight up. And we got beat in our midfield based, in my opinion, partially on its lack of speed. I don't think LAFC is fast down the middle. They don't have uh, Valeri. Like, they, they don't. They got Failhaber. They got Wynn. Um, you know, obviously uh, Via. But for the most part, these aren't players that, you know, scare me the way Valerie does in, Valerie does in the midfield. So, Larry, sorry. No, Mallory. Yeah, <laughs> we, we heard that the hard way. We learned the hard way with some um, hardcore Portland supporters up in Portland. Good people, by the way. Like, in person. Lovely, lovely human Absolutely, beings. Absolutely, man. Good beer up there, too. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, it, it's that's I, I think that our ideal starting 11 is what I just mentioned with options to strengthen pieces as we need them. Yeah, I disagree. Let's hear it. There's only... What changes are you making? One change. Which is... You're going to hate it. Mm. Is it Kyle Beckerman? No. No. Damir on the bench. Okay. Corey up front. I think... Let me tell you why before you give me what you think. That's right. LAFC just played on Sunday. They did. Tough game. Brutal game against the... uh, SKC. SKC, yeah. Away. Mm -hmm. Tough loss. They're tired. Put little old... Corey in there. Mm-hmm. Hell, put Balfour in there. Yeah, yeah. His only job will be to run them to death. If I'm Mike... Okay, so before we get started, mm. the back line, I 100% agree. Okay. Midfield, agree. Absolutely right. agree. I, I think it's Kyle and Sonny because I do believe, and someone said it on Twitter the other day, and, I, and for once I agree with a Twitter statement, which is... Kyle needs a quick guy that plays with him. Yeah. Right? He, he cannot, Kyle and, and Luke is not a good combination. Kyle and, and, and Demir is not a good combination. God be, knows that. Yeah. It needs to be Kyle and someone quick. Right. Right? I think Sonny is the guy. Right? And you know what, Sonny? If you need to get a red card in the 75th while we're up 3-1, my blessings. Just do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. YOLO. So, I say, I think Demir rightfully is our MVP this year. Absolutely. And the golden boot. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, Mike's crazy. 
Um, I would start Corey up front because this is the game. You get nothing to lose. Put him in. You say, Corey, baby boy, I don't care if you touch the ball this whole game. Your only job will be to make those center backs in L.A. run. Run a lot. Don't stop running and get them tired. And I'm giving him like 60 minutes. Okay. Tops. It's fair. And then I'm putting the mirror in. Okay. That's that's a solid, solid option off of Oh, if he does edge. that, if he, if he don't win. There's no, no complaints is what you're saying? Then, then, then the, the daddy and what was the other? Son or something. Son and daddy uh, Twitters. Was, was yeah, so I, I didn't even read it. I, I'm yeah, just, you didn't, you I just didn't learned much, about man. it like half an hour ago. Um, it gets escalated even more, right? Um, that's what I would do. Because you know what? We're playing with house money, man. We got nothing to lose. Sunday, like, let's face it. 70 minutes into that uh, L.A. Houston game, there was no chance we're making it. We're playing with house money. Let's go out and throw some stuff up. Um, as uh, Josh something said rightfully on, on the Facebook page earlier, and I, I think I posted the, face, uh, the screenshot, suddenly we were... Uh, for a long time, we were the, the, the only losers who didn't get to play on decision day. Right. And there was a negative. And mm-hmm. suddenly, that we, we are the absolute winners. Yeah, we're rested. We are rested. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, plenty, of, plenty of time to get there early. and, and you know, Yeah, so that's me. Uh, I, I would keep, I think, my top three, like off the bench, is obviously uh, uh, the mirror, mm-hmm. in this case. Right. Straight swap. Uh, swap Luke. I would say... <laughs> Maybe Kyle. Yeah, depending on how Sonny's yeah. playing. Uh, and, and Bofo. Yeah, for sure. Because Bofo can sit in. We'll see. When was the last time we saw both Plata and Savarino play well at the same time? It's been a minute. So we'll see which one does not play well. For Bofo sure. goes in for that one. Right. That would be my substitution pattern. Yeah. That's... I think the defensive line is solid. I, I mean, I, I think if we have a weakness, it's it's – that the midfield can sometimes, especially the defensive side of the midfield, can can feel a little exposed, and then that causes our CBs to have to make plays, which they're I don't think comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we have a pretty like just destroy everything that comes our way. The CB pairing, which is fine, it gets the job done like seventy percent of the time. The thirty percent it doesn't. It looks awful. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if we are going to hurt LAFC, it has to be with speed. And straight, straight into uh, into their CB pairing. Uh, they've got that uh, the uh, Silva guy, um, you know, one of the ten thousand Silvas in Major League Soccer, mm-hmm. who is legit on the West so- Coast. Solid defender, legitimately one of the slowest uh, CBs in the league, in my opinion. Dude mm-hmm. is not quick, fast, whatever you want to call it. He doesn't have legs. I think he he uh, he played all ninety. And their loss against SKC, he's going to be gassed. I 100% agree with you that pace and making these guys run and make recovery runs is going to come in handy. Uh, if we're losing 1-0 in like the 65th minute, I'm okay with that because I think we are going. This game is really going to open up from like 70th minute on if in we, our favor. If we tired them out, right? Which we have. So, to. which is a weird. It's a weird concept. I almost think like starting Corey Beard in this game is he, he is the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, I I don't think that's a horrible strategy at all. I I would be okay 
the with Corey coming in for uh, uh, Demir. And to be 100% honest with you, maybe Kyle off the bench isn't necessarily a bad thing. Get that early lead and, and then, you know, defend, sit late. Um, yeah, it's we'll kind of a high far. risk. It's kind of a high risk maneuver. He is the captain. He's kind of the heartbeat of the team at this point. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go that far. Um, but yeah, we've, you know, Petke's got some choices, but I don't think they're as massive as, as people are making them out to be. And I don't think our lineup is going to be that big of a surprise. I and think it's, people are still emotional about the win at home against New England. So they, right. they think like that lineup is the way to go. We beat New England yeah, at mean, home. You, you roll out Olympus High School. Well, having said that, we did just see the LA Galaxy with the mighty Zlatan and the, the Santos brothers lose to an out-of-the-contest uh, Houston. So, again, that's why I love the MLS. Hey. Nothing is guaranteed here. Anything's possible. Mike Petke, closing words. Any uh, Just general feedback. We'll probably have a whole episode this offseason at some point about uh, our boy Mike yeah, it's. Um, but what, what what are you thinking now? I know he's been for some reason. I mean, it's not for some. some I, I get some, it. Like you know, you lose you lose two games against the same team, you know, bookends, um, and and you more or less do the same thing. I get why people are frustrated. Um, I one hundred percent think he has answers, or he needs to have answers for some serious questions. What's going on with Danny? Why isn't he playing? Why are we signing strikers that he refuses to play? Um, you know, I legitimately think our substitution pattern has left something be desired in the second half of the season. Is that simply a lack of options on the bench? You know, what's going on there? I think there are legitimate concerns that the team needs to have around him. That being said, I also, you know, I think the buck stops at the boss and he has a boss in, in Craig Leibel who, who I think his job ever since the lack of a proper number nine in the uh, transfer season has been online, in my opinion. Um, you know, I, I know he tried and I know, you know, there are limitations to signing a number nine. Everyone is trying to sign a number nine there. It, it's, um, I, I, you know, to quote, to quote the poll, I think we had it up earlier. We asked, uh, do you trust Craig Weibel to get us the quote unquote missing pieces in the off season? Something like 78% of our, our, you know, fans said no, like that's, that, that matters. That's a big deal. If you don't have trust at leadership at the highest levels, that needs to be addressed. Um, regardless of what happens in the in the playoffs, I legitimately think that the fan base needs to demand to get some answers to very serious questions when it comes to to you know player selection and and what that entire process looks like looks like. But I also think at some point, you know, Petke's boss uh, needs needs to have answers. I, I genuinely believe that. My two cents. Hey, two cents. Uh, uh, well worth two cents. So, any last closing words on the whole ridiculousness of we don't deserve to make the playoffs? I mean, just the one. So, there are fans who I think legitimately, they have issues with how the team is being run, legitimate concerns. And they think those concerns would be more exposed had we not made the playoffs or, or, or uh, more changes coming. I'm of the opinion that making the playoffs and change the team are not mutually exclusive. You can have one and the other. You can make the playoffs and still wait, wait, hold on. Say the first part first. I am of the opinion that you can make the playoffs 
and still demand change of the team. Those are not mutually exclusive Thank events. Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a problem. I under I I don't agree with that reasoning, but I I follow it. Yeah. Where I have a problem is with quote unquote RSL fans who were legitimately disappointed that we didn't make the playoffs. They exist. You'll find them on Twitter. There are people who were upset by the fact that Houston beat LA. Anyone that is upset that we that is genuinely in their heart of hearts mad that we made one of the top six spots and, and is an RSL and fan calls themselves an RSL fan needs to have their brain checked. I'm sorry. It, it's I, I'm not here to question anyone's fandom. I know fandom comes in a lot we of different... We don't draw the line very often. It, it, it you comes that in, line right it there, It comes buddy. in all shapes and sizes. But if you yeah. are upset that we qualify for the playoffs and it legitimately ruined your evening, you I hate to break this to you. You're a hater and need more productive hobbies because you're not a soccer fan. Now, to soften your point just a little bit, the RSL Nation that agree with that... Um, I understand if you genuinely believe that us making the playoffs means we are not going to make any off-season moves because, well, we're good, right? But right back to your original point that those two are not mutually exclusive. Right. And I, I strongly believe, I'm not sure what Craig Weibel, and I'm not going to get another soapbox about Craig Weibel. Ah, get it? Soapbox. Um but I truly believe that Delo Hansen, mm-hmm. I, I believe him when he says he wants to have a championship team. He wants to be the best in the league. Yeah. He doesn't want to be even second He's in the league. Absolute competitor. So I do not believe that someone like DLH will, you know, that, let, let's say we make it to the second round. Let's not jinx it, but let's mm-hmm. say we make it through and, and we're playing SKC on Sunday. Uh, he'll walk away thinking, "Oh, that was good." Let's bring all the same boys and girls right. back. Right. No, that's that's not going to happen. Um, I, I I think it shows a lack of. It, if you wish we don't make the playoffs so that we can make changes, I think it it shows. It, it leads me to believe that you do not believe our leadership has high enough aspirations for the team. Sure, and and just to be clear, I think there are people that were like, I I think. Had we not made the playoffs, some of those problems would be more exposed. And I, I follow all that. But those people were still happy that I, I, I interacted with them on Twitter and Facebook. They were happy despite the fact that it wasn't their ideal outcome. They were still happy with, with the result. It, they were like, hey, it's better to be lucky than good sometimes. Yeah. Awesome. There is a small contingent whose evening was ruined by the fact. And, and that – that's not okay. They need to look themselves in the mirror because because that's not what a fan is, in my opinion. I, I like I said, it's not very often that I'll call someone not a fan because it comes in so many shapes and sizes. But if you were rooting for us not to make the playoffs, we got to have some words because because you got to help me understand. And to clarify, criticizing the team does not mean you're not a fan. We Hell, do that all the time. We do it every week. Bread and butter. Absolutely. In closing, our cell nation. It has been an absolute wild, crazy late portion of the season. Very disappointing trip to Portland. If we ever get our senses right, I'll stop traveling to away games because I haven't been to a winning away game yet. and I've been to a few. Um, this is what the MLS is about. We absolutely deserve to make the playoffs. If you want to overly simplify everything, just think about the fact that 
the team who did not make it because we made it. We just beat at home by scoring a half dozen goals on them. That happened. And we're in the playoffs, and we're no better or worse off. I would say, if anything, we're just better off. We're off to LAFC, where we have uh, to whom we have lost twice this year, um, and for some stupid, crazy, silly reason, I think we have a good chance. Everything's a bonus after today. House money, baby. All right, Sol Nation. I hope you have an awesome night and or morning. Whenever you're listening to this, we'll talk again soon. Good night. Bakir, well, Baker and Adele out.